Hello! Welcome to another episode of the Daily Anime Podcast. I am without any intro music right now. I mean, it's probably really easy for me to just get my standard uh, anime music's intros going, but, well, I haven't really been doing that for the past few episodes, so it's just me sounding really bored. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that, internet. But man, I guess basically the first thing that I noticed in terms of changes is what the fuck is going up with you, Feedburner? Why are you saying that all these podcasts I listen to have zero subscribers? What is this nonsense? You're gonna have to look that shit up, right? That's, that's some strange shit. Anime World Order does not have zero subscribers. I know that. Because it's Anime World Order. There are always... At any given moment, at least like 2,000-something um, subscribers. Why? I don't know. The show isn't even really a show anymore. But that's how it is. And I suppose if you're listening live, or if you're just listening to this, you can tell. It's like, whoa, what is up with all this background noise? Well, um, I'm recording this show outside. And if you've listened to the old, old episodes, Anime Guru, like, when it was literally just me, um, (laughs) I used to record outside, not with my computer out, because I just had a shitty old uh, desktop, but no, no, I had, like, an MP3 player that could record audio, and it didn't really have, like, a set time limit, so basically... It was just me out there um, hitting stuff and talking about it. And, oh my god, there's so many mosquitoes out here. Why Why did I think that this was a good idea? There's, I am just getting the West Nile virus all over the place. There is a big, it's actually quite a big um, thing, um, epidemic of West Nile going on in the state of Oklahoma. Maybe not right now, but um, it is a thing that's happening. And, eh, you know what, I, I probably already have it. I'll probably be fine. I get bit by mosquitoes all the time, so... Yeah, that's the thing we have to worry about, is... Getting mosquitoes... Giving us all their diseases and shit. Trying to get me AIDS. Damn mosquitoes. You ain't gonna give me no AIDS, mosquitoes. You can't do that. But, uh, yeah. So, for the delay... Um, standard excuse... University, nervous breakdowns, etc., etc., you know, same old, same old, daily anime podcasting was a terrible idea, so, you know what, for now, until, um, until next summer, just don't expect a daily show. The daily anime podcast title is misleading, it's misleading to begin with, but, um, I just wouldn't expect a daily show in the middle of the school year, but I think, oh man, my schedule this semester is really tough, um, not like, like, really, really, I got, like, fucking calculus and physics, no, I don't have any of that shit, but, uh, 17 hours is, is pretty rough in university, so, that is a thing, so I am basically freaking out about papers all the time, and, um, reading books all the time, so, yeah, yeah, this is a daily show, 
podcasting in general is just not feasible because I don't know what it is, but Andy, for some reason, this is my other show for AG, for some reason has decided that, ah, I don't want to do my podcast in front of all my other dorm mates. I'm just like, you need to just come out with that stuff, you know? But, I mean, even so, I'm sure that's actually pretty noisy in his dorms. Or maybe that he doesn't want to be the noisy one um, because other people are trying to fucking sleep. So, I mean, those are, that is probably the realistic scenario. I know we've had a conversation about it. It seems to be more like he doesn't want his friends to know that he does a shitty anime podcast. I don't know why he not want to tell them. My friends all know. They don't fucking listen. They don't, they don't have time for this shit. They don't, you don't have time to just sit down and listen to your shitty little, um, mp3 recording of a conversation with a strange American man. Um, that's just how it is. No one gives a shit. So, yeah. Um, it's come straight out. I know my roommate occasionally listens, but he only listens in on the live shows, and he only gets in on the live shows to, to... I don't know why. I think he tries to troll it sometimes. And he's not a very... He's not a very good troll. <laughs> he's he's not, like, thorough like me. Or thorough like a real troll. But, yeah. He, like, he listens to me talking. So he doesn't need the live show or to listen to the MP3 show or the recording. Because, I mean, that's... He, he just gets me. I'm loud. I project, Mang. I actually had a comment on that earlier. Um, so my friend has a class called Sex and Love in Africa. And uh, I basically like to crash that class like, every chance I get to. I don't get that many chances. Actually, no, I can do it every single time he has classes. I can crash it. And um, mostly, be, mostly I just like going in there and just being like, Sup, crackers? How's it going? I'm here to add a little color to your day, <laughs> and that's, that's that's basically how it goes. But uh, um, yeah, a girl was like, "Wow, you're really loud. Your voice really fills up the whole room." I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got big balls. Okay, I don't got no baby grapes. I ain't no little boy. All right, I can talk. I'm loud. Can't take that. Just take it. Although uh, it's not the first time someone said, "Damn." You know how to project. No, my coach always said that was pretty good. Judges always said that was pretty good. And I remember I had to timekeep for a round, and I basically just got, like, the manliest, deepest, and voice I could get that could go out and fill whole auditoriums. It's pretty... It's pretty cool. feels pretty good when you know that it is your voice that is echoing, and it is your voice that everybody can hear at the moment. At, at my core, at my very core, I am an attention whore, and um, I do a podcast, so no shit. I want all the attention, so I need to be as loud as I can, okay? If I don't get the attention, then, well, nobody loves me, so I will probably kill myself. <laughs> Not really, but whatever. My podcasts have no listeners to begin with, so it doesn't really matter. And I've gone on. Probably for too long without talking about Animu. And I do have quite a bit of Animu I want to talk about. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I've been watching quite a bit of stuff since I last 
last spoke to you guys, like the Sword Arts Online's. I've been watching that more of that, more of the Polar Bear Cafe, um, more of that Muv Love Alternative Total Eclipse. But I think I probably ranted enough on those shows. But one anime fan thing that I think I do a lot is. I don't think I do. I do it quite often. I rewatch things a lot. Um, and I don't... It's really strange, because most of the time when I rewatch things, I'm actually showing them to my friends. Uh, and what I've been rewatching, or I rewatched a couple episodes um, a couple weeks ago, was, or a week ago, was uh, Wandering Sun or Horo Musuko. And man... I gotta say, this second time around when I watched it, I I think I appreciated it a lot more because that's the kind of show where, like, if you just kind of watch it halfway paying attention, like, the way I was watching it when it was coming out, um, you miss a lot. And, like, I could still tell that it was quite the gem of a show, like, half paying attention, but... Now, after actually sitting through and watching it, I'm like, whoa, this show is actually really beautiful. And watch, paying close attention to the framing and um, music and stuff like that, like, that draws you in and, like, helps add to the text of the movie and the text of the film. And reading it in that way, um, it's a lot more enjoyable. Like, for instance, when the um, protagonist... I forget his name, but when he's in his and his sister's room and he's trying on her outfits, um, we see him just framed alone. It's bright, and we see the outside window, and it's dark, that implying that he is within his own safe, isolated environment from the world, and he's free to essentially experiment, not so much experiment, but to essentially be, um, or appear and perform as woman within his own private sphere, which I guess is kind of interesting in its own mind, the idea of whether or not you could say that it's public or, or private or not, but outside, what we can tell, this is a very intimate space. And when his sister returns home with her friend, um, friend, also implying some sort of public space, we see that holy shit, she's upset and she's trying to tear it off and then the camera quickly cuts to an external shot from the outside looking in, reminding us that first we were voyeurs, but also with the dark blue backdrop um, that like, this is an isolated, intimate space and it is um, being intruded upon and it's not okay for him, at least by his social norms, to appear as woman. I'm like, whoa, holy shit. I would, I did not get any of that when I first watched this. Um, and it's, man, I appreciated it a lot more. But I really love the scene where she's just walking around, dressed up like a girl, and he's like, yeah, I can do this on my own now. I can be woman in the public sphere. But, um, even in his most intimate moments, when someone does breach that and breaches this exterior public shell to realize, oh yeah, sexual male, like, 
like actual bodied male. They're like, holy shit, that's not okay. Um, and the show kind of experiments off that. And I didn't really notice before just how like non-narrative the first two episodes are. They're just like, no story. It's just, oh yeah, they started a die school and here are all the characters. And I mean, that's pretty, pretty typical for a show. Um, to just be like, oh, look, here's all the characters. But I mean, even re remembering the later episodes, it doesn't, it's not a very narrative-driven show, which is not necessarily a fault. And maybe I'm just not remembering enough. Um, but in this show, things just kind of happen. And what moves people forward is, is not so much conflicts, but rather time itself. And the pressure of time is a constant reminder that he doesn't have that long before puberty hits and this girl appearance um, will be a lot harder for him to pull off. Although, like, we already see his voice cracking. And so, you know, he doesn't have that much time to be, um, as I keep trying to say, uh, keeping up the mask of femininity. And masculinity is drawing upon him, and we see him become a lot stronger. Now, I have gone around, and I have um, actually just got lazy. Not lazy, but I am interested in seeing what other bloggers may say that was interesting. And one criticism of Horomusko, and they actually managed to do it in a pretty cool way by, for some reason, name-dropping Lacan, but um, Lacan wasn't so much a part of this conversation that he was trying to... or wasn't, like, accurately or anything, but, um, but the, although, sorry, Lacan should aside, I read pretty interesting blog article, um, criticizing Horomusko, saying that, you know, this is like, as much as this is like geared towards the LGBT crowd, it doesn't encapsulate, uh, the problems of, um, transgendered people, like, in, in its entirety, it's, in a sense, for what they were trying to say was, it was the transgendered, well, I don't know if it's necessarily transgendered, but LGBTs or GLBT or GLBTQ, gotta add the Q in there, I, I don't know where, uh, they're probably gonna add some more <laughs> um, acronyms at some points, or I don't know all, all the acronyms, there might be another one out there, I don't know, but, um, yeah, that it's like LG GLBT fantasy of acceptance because uh, he finds um, support among family and friends and even though the family's like whoa slow down there mister um, he does essentially find strength but I don't know after watching the first few episodes there is definitely that pullback from the family and it's like whoa whoa bro whoa you're bro what the fuck but there's not so much a, I'm a disown you, child. And I know that is pretty big issue in the GLBTQ community. Um, but, eh. Like, gendered issues, and the issues of being gendered, and trying to break heteronormativity, is not something that I expect anime to approach at all. And I'm surprised that this happened. I know that there is Kazeto Kino Uta 
and I know Moti Ohago did do some stuff where she directly talks about homosexuality, but I mean, it's like, okay, these are like the few. Most of the time, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, these issues are just kind of um, sidetracked to say, oh, look how cute these characters are, and I'm going to make all the doujins of me having sex with them. <laughs> Or them having sex with random dudes where I can just place myself in those random dude spots. But, uh, um, yeah. I mean, it does kind of sanitize, I'll, admittedly. Horamusuka does basically sanitize the issue. So, yeah. But, I mean, even so, taking that for what it is, is it, like, a show that I would still suggest to people? Yeah. It's very well put together. Um, like, the images themselves are absolutely beautiful because they're drawn in this sort of faded watercolor that just draws you in to, like, to not the story, but to the conflict that it's trying to push. Um, and of course there's, like, the themes of youth and the themes of coming together and growing into yourself, and there's the occasional Sakura blossom here and there, but it's not like, it, that only just kind of helps, only just kind of helps the story, and not story, but I guess story, you could say that there's story, and man, yeah, I'd still say, it's still worth watching, uh, it may not be like, ideal, but, then again, I don't think you can have these endearing qualities that Horomusko has if you wanted to portray, like, the real experience of the GLBT community, because that, that experience is harsh. But, I mean, then again, I probably shouldn't be saying that, because I do know, like, even trans people who have managed to find supports among friends and family, and admittedly, a lot of those friends and family, uh, tend not, like, tend to not be, like, parents. Well, I mean, some of them are, do get the support of their parents if they're very lucky, but, uh, I mean, like, yeah, this, I guess, maybe, maybe, I guess what I'm trying to say is, as much pain as there is, there are people who do support, like, like, GLBT people who do, like, who are outside of norm gender norms, etc., etc., and um, maybe they're not as much. Society is still out there, but you know their presence can't just be ignored. Maybe, perhaps, I'm defending, trying to defend it a little bit, Horomusko a little bit too much, um, but. Yeah, I still love this show. It's still awesome. And I'll probably be rewatching it more. And I'm really interested to watch it because I know the friends I'm watching it with don't exactly fit in to um the norms of the male gendered and their experience of being um of different orientations, I shall say. Uh, I, I probably shouldn't sugarcoat it. I mean, I don't. I don't know if you'd be down with me just 
straight up saying, oh, nah, I'm not saying his name, yeah, straight up saying, watching it with my gay friends, my homosexual friends, uh, that's, this doesn't feel appropriate, these attempts to make gay jokes don't feel appropriate at all in this conversation, so I should probably just stop there, but yeah, I was watching it with a, a friend who is gay, and, um, and like, he doesn't, he did, he's not like exactly closely reading it, reading into it like I am, but he's definitely appreciating it, and I should, I think I'm gonna ask him to come on the show, um, doesn't have to use his name if he doesn't want, because, you know, the internet is kind of public sphere, and, you know, there are, there is that, I like, spending time with him, I do see that there is that fear of, um, being not necessarily, maybe disowned, but, um, there is definitely that sense that, oh, that the acceptance that he's faced might not be there. And tells me a lot of pretty, pretty, maybe not always funny, occasionally funny stories um, of his experience. A lot of them are sad, like, oh, I, the guy that I liked keeps asking me about girls that they like. And it's like, oh, that's, that's sad or experiences with his parents, etc., etc. But yeah, I mean, I guess, as I go on, there's a lot more to be spoken about in Horomusko, like, well, the characters are pretty fun, character interactions, etc., etc. Um, I'll, I'll probably save them for another day. This is Dap. I don't need hour-long episodes every time. 20-minute episodes are probably okay. Although, admittedly, next episode may or may not come out soon. I shouldn't promise soon. I'll promise more frequently frequently than other podcasts, because other podcasts, except like the Cybernauts podcast, are dead. Or they're the Anime Pulse podcast, and I have no reason to listen to them. Because they're Anime Pulse. This show's awful. I have no idea what's going on. All my favorite, all my favorite people left. Just each go. I don't give a shit about that show anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't really have any feedback. If you want to get in contact with the show, you should tweet me at Donut for Candy or send me an email at dailyanimepodcast@gmail.com or post a comment on the sites. I'm sure I'll be able to get back to you before too long. Um, well, I mean, generally, I check the internet all the day, so... Yeah, it will be pretty, pretty soon. I, I'm not just gonna, like, leave you hanging there if you send me an email. Come on, guys. Whatever happened to emails, I quite like them. I don't understand why people don't just send emails too often. God damn it, I am itching as balls. This is probably, like, the first time that I've just sat down outside and like 11 bajillion mosquitoes are all like oh my god blood gotta get all the blood so i should probably go inside pretty soon because i am i'm itchy and i'm tired of getting bit by mosquitoes should have set a fire or something because oh, god damn mosquitoes i should get mosquito spray it's probably what i get for being inside all summer and then suddenly going outside and forgetting that mosquitoes exist so that is a thing Anyways, it was nice talking at you, computer. Hopefully, computer will tell you all you need to know and 
its recorded form and get on there without too much problems. I remember the last episode I tried to do, I tried to get it out right on 9-11 so that my Nyan 11 picture would just be like perfect. But no, Feedburner had to go be down like the world trade <laughs> had to be exploded like the world trade. So, yeah, it was really disappointing because it had to be like the day after. Or was it two days after? But it was late and the Nyan 11 picture just doesn't fit. Ah, man, I wonder if anybody actually gets offended by any of this shit that I say. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, because I say some pretty awful stuff. In fact, if you are offended, you should probably just tell me. Just just email me or send me a tweet. I respond. And you know what? Chances are I probably won't care. But I'll care enough to respond, and maybe not necessarily defend myself, because if I say something racist, I'm just like, yeah, okay, it's racist. Alright, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm not actually going out there and being like, Hey, you spooks! You're not getting a job. Hey, you crackers, get out of my office. We don't need any crackers around here. I mean, I'm not in a position to do anything like that, but I mean, hey, I'm not going around being an actual racist like Walmart or anything. Why did I say Walmart? That's weird. I don't know anything about race and Walmart, but I'm not going around being like the United States economy or the criminal justice system. Okay, I recognize racism's real. I recognize that it's out there. Okay? And I recognize that I'm not exactly, by making racist jokes, being a positive part. And I am, in a sense, doing bad stuff. But I mean, you know, the real shit out there, we should, we should actually start doing that. Like, we should actually, like, be like, rethink the way that, um, we look at our criminal justice system and racism, okay? Because that shit, shit's real, okay? Shit's happening to my friends, alright? Okay, now it's, now, this is what happens when I try to end a show, because I have no idea how to end a show. I'm just like, let's talk about race. No, I wanted to be about gender. I don't know anything about gender. I have no business talking about being in a gendered body, etc., etc. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, bye, guys. Hope to hear you back from you. Hope that you guys come back soon, and hope that you enjoyed this episode. Bye. <laughs>